Hey, Hannah. Hey, Kate. What do you have to drink today? Today, I have one of my favorites, the Maple Espresso Black Tea from Trader Joe's. Oh, yum. It's, I love that tea. It's so cozy and fall vibes and the perfect combination when you're like, do I want tea or do I want coffee? Maple Espresso Black Tea. Perfect solution. You get both. <laughs> I have not been to Trader Joe's recently, but next time I go, I definitely want to get some. Mm, I love that store. So good. Mm-hmm. And what do you have today? I have my apple cider tea. Mm, also a good tea. Yeah, it's like apple cider without all the sugar. Wow. So, Look at us finding the best compromises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's delicious. Great fall vibes mm-hmm. in my little pumpkin fall mug. Yeah, and mine's in my little fall squirrel mug. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, ready, ready to get into it? Yes. Howdy, Howdy from, from Houston. Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we are talking about gratitude. In the season of Thanksgiving, which we are in right now, we thought we'd take a minute to just step back and talk about some of the things that we are grateful for, some of the ways that we like to practice gratitude on a regular day-to-day basis, and just the reasons why we want to be thankful. Just the ways we live life and how it makes everything better and how it makes just your outlook just improved and lighter and easier and that burden is relieved and just... How wonderful it is to be grateful. Yeah, I will say it's definitely changed my life having a gratitude practice, changed my perspective on life and therefore how I live my life and changing how I live my life changes who I am as a person. Simple as that. Simple as that. (laughs) It's been awesome. And I think what's really important with what you just said is a gratitude practice. I think it's really easy to just say out loud oh yeah, I'm thankful for stuff or yeah, I'm thankful for this and that. But to have some kind of daily practice that you are recognizing the things that you are grateful for. Yeah, I agree because things like this, you kind of got to do a little bit every day. You can't just one time of the year at Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving. I used to do this for a long time with my family or at the Thanksgiving table, we would go around and say something we were grateful for. And I always felt like after I said something, I was always wanting to speak more about it and kind of dive a little deeper. And then I started to hear about people in the personal development world talking about having a gratitude practice and just like writing down some things you're grateful for. And I thought it was complete BS. I was like, how does this help? That sounds really (laughs) stupid. So it took me a couple of years to get on that train from the time I heard about it to the time I started consistently doing it. But I really love it. So, Kate, what are some of the ways that you like to practice gratitude? Well, Hannah, (laughs) I journal every evening before I go to sleep. So it's usually I get in bed, my journal's right next to my bed, and I have a pen, and I write down five things I'm grateful for. And it can be anything. It can be like, I'm grateful I'm about to go to sleep. Because sometimes five things to be grateful for every single day is kind of hard and especially on a bad day especially on a bad day yeah (laughs) and I like to make it meaningful so I really like to like feel into the gratitude because it makes it it makes it better for me Mm -hmm. anyway and I like to not just be grateful that I'm about to go to bed sometimes I use that one because I'm like so tired and I'm just so ready for bed and I'm like oh I'm so grateful that I'm 
<laughs> it's a true gratitude. It's, it's not a, just a let me finish the list. <laughs> exactly. It's a true gratitude. But doing that every day, maybe with a couple of exceptions for the last two years-ish, maybe two and a half years, has, like I kind of was saying earlier, really changed my perspective on life and has relieved a lot of like anxiety, I would say, because when you're spending time feeling grateful, that's less time you're feeling anxious. And that also kind of translates into, okay, well, what are you anxious about? For example, stressed about a test and it's causing more than just stress and you're anxious. It's like, okay, well, I'm really grateful that I'm at least here in this program and I get to learn all this stuff because learning all this stuff is super cool. And looking at studying for an exam from that perspective makes it a lot easier to just calm down and learn the material rather than thinking oh my gosh like I have to study for this test and I don't know if I'm gonna pass and Mm -hmm. kind of that rabbit hole yeah I I sometimes look at it as like swimming in the ocean where the more thankful you are the more gratitude that you have you're keeping yourself above water so that when you have this practice of you know how to swim you know how to keep your head above water whenever life hits you with a really heavy wave your first instinct is to swim back to the top not to get pulled down by the by the ocean you know so when you have that daily practice already set your instinct is all right i i know this is tough i know this is hard but why why am i here and what can i be thankful for Yeah, I really love that metaphor. That's definitely helped me a lot. So that's something I've been doing for the last couple of years, the journaling. Something else recently that has really helped me anchor into gratitude and the bigger picture is connecting with nature. Mm -hmm. So lately I've been doing a lot of walks in the park, in the neighborhood. I've been going on runs in the park. And just like being underneath all the trees has made me so grateful for the beauty of nature, first of all. And it's just like easy to be thankful when you're in nature because for me anyway, I'm much less focused on myself Mm -hmm. and my problems because I'm watching an ant crawl up a tree. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that ant has to worry about food. It has to worry about whether it's going to get stepped on or eaten or all this stuff. And I'm on a run because I want to be on a run Mm -hmm. and no other reason other than it feels really good to do that or I'm on a walk and I get to notice the flowers and they smell so good and I'm just grateful that I can take time and do that Mm -hmm. so that for me has really helped again shift out of a more stressful mentality and into like a wow I'm just so thankful I get to be alive in this time period and live in Houston and even when challenges come my way because obviously life presents challenges Mm -hmm. the waves for everyone (laughs) it's there's always something to be learned from that and in learning you kind of just like I anyway have found that I can connect deeper with life with other people with myself so challenges can in a way be something to be grateful for too absolutely i think that's like the hardest time to be thankful for something but it's also the biggest growth of gratitude i would say i don't know if that's phrased correctly but you know what i mean like when you are at your lowest point like when you can find something to be thankful for it 
it feels that much more meaningful and that much more powerful of a gratitude because you are coming from that lower place. You have like sunk down below the waves and you've managed to swim yourself back up to the top and get that grasp of air, you know, that, so it just feels like that much more satisfying and, and relieving to be grateful for something when you've been so low. Yeah, I, I totally agree. What are some ways you like to practice gratitude, Hannah? Well, one of the habits I've had for a long time um, that I've slowly evolved through the years um, is utilizing the good old post-it note. I'm a big post-it note fan. (laughs) Um, I have a big stack of post-it notes in some of my favorite colors sitting on my desk, like at all times. Um, I also like to have them just like in my backpack or in my bathroom, like just have them kind of spread around my room. Um, And I use those primarily for prayer. So whenever I think of something that I want to be praying for regularly, um, I, I take out a post-it note and I write it down. And I have a collection of these post-it notes stuck up in odd places around my room, by my bed, by my desk, in my bathroom, on my closet door. They're kind of all over. So those prayers include like praying for friends or praying for you know healing and sickness and things going on in the world or things going on in my family, you know, just whatever it is. But one of the ones that I really try to be... Um, very intentional about is things that I'm grateful for. So whenever I have a thought of, wow, I'm so glad that this just happened to me, or I'm so grateful that this prayer was answered, I write that down. Um, Because especially with prayer, when you're praying for something to happen and it happens, it's really easy to just like say, cool, it happened. And not like take a moment to be grateful that it was answered. So I like to use my post-it notes for that. And I put them, usually I'll have one post-it note that has like what the prayer initially was. And then I have another follow-up post-it note that I stick (laughs) on top of it saying, I'm grateful for this, whatever. So the the progress of that um, situation or the way it was resolved or um, just a gift that was, you know, that I was blessed with, whatever it is. Um, But I like to have little post-it notes for just the little day-to-day things that I'm grateful for. I also like to have a monthly post-it note. So I started doing this when we moved into our new place, which was over the summer. And I'll take a post-it note and I'll write at the top daily, insert name of month here. So right now it says daily November. And I have a little bulleted list of about five or six things on there. And I put it in the mirror on my bathroom. So I see it every morning and I look at it every morning while I'm flossing and brushing my teeth because that takes me a few minutes. And that's enough time to just be quiet and just read through that list and just talk about to myself and to God, like how thankful I am for all of those things on that list. Um, And it gets me just a really good headspace for the start of the day. It's the first thing I do. It's the first thing I see. So it just really sets me up to be thankful for the big things and the little things. Mm, I love that. I actually want to start doing some post-it notes too, because they're just kind of fun. They're fun and they're easy and, you know, you just stick them up there. Right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, wow, that's a really great thing going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's good to be reminded of that, especially when you start to get to, into the mundane of the day to day. Excuse me, the mundane of the day to day sorts of things. Right. And I could totally see myself like shying away from a gratitude journal because it's somewhat daunting of a task it you know it feels like I have to fill this journal and um that can just be like a lot to think about for the future and like the long-term um consequence I guess of starting a journal is knowing that you're gonna have to finish it whereas a post-it note 
You write on the post-it note and you're done. You've completed the post-it note. <laughs> That's interesting you think about it like that because I just like know eventually the journal is going to be finished. And it doesn't have to be finished in any amount of time. I don't know. Something about it stresses me out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We all have our thing. So that's why I stick with the, the disposable, usable post-it notes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, some other ways that I like to practice gratitude or that I would like to, I guess, implement, you know, maybe in our own home. I was kind of inspired by some of my friends. Um, they live in a house together and they have a communal gratitude journal. So it's this little journal that sits in their living room um, that they encourage not only the other members of their home to write in, but whenever people come over, they have guests to write in it. Anything that you're grateful for, anything that you're thankful for. Um, And not just the things that you're thankful for, but anytime you find yourself grumbling about something or you're complaining or frustrated, find a way to find something in that that you are thankful for and write that down. And I think it's really important to write it down because you're able to go back and read it and remind yourself of when you were feeling really good or the when life felt really happy, like what you were grateful for and when life felt really tough, like the ways that you were able to still find things that you could be grateful for. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that, you know, that points back to kind of what you were saying before about being grateful for the hard things, mm-hmm. being grateful for the tough times and the challenges, because those, like we said, are the moments that you can really grow a lot and um, shape yourself and just finding ways to be grateful for hard things when it's tough. Because like you want to be thankful for the easy stuff because you don't want to ignore the fact that easy things are nice too. <laughs> you want to be grateful when life is good. Because I feel like when you're in a good season, it's really easy to not be grateful for things because you're not missing out on those good things. Those good things haven't been, you know, taken away from you per se. Whereas when you're going through a hard season, you're at like, maybe you've lost something, maybe you're in pain, maybe hurting, and you are acknowledging that something is gone now. Like you no longer have something that was good in your life before. And you recognize all the times that you should have been thankful for this. Oh, if only I had thought more about this moment, you know, and just being grateful in the, in that moment, um, you you can't go back in time and change it. So moving forward with that mindset of just trying to be thankful when things are good and when things are bad. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when things are good, I think anchoring into gratitude helps to be more present in the moment, especially for me anyway, when like things are going really well, like when school is going really well and I'm like oh I really just love how easy school feels right now uh it helps me to live in the moment more and really like take advantage of this easier time Mm -hmm. and then when school's not going as well and it's a little harder then I can be grateful that I at least enjoyed the parts that were easier exactly and I think having this attitude it helps prevent you from getting caught in just a cycle of complaining. Yeah. It's so easy to complain. And it's so easy to let that snowball. You know, you say one thing that you're complaining about and then you get caught in this like commiseration with the people around you. Now you're all complaining and you're all just in this dark, sick, icky cloud of a headspace. Yeah, I will say it's also easy to not complain once you kind of shift your attitude. Yeah, I think both are true. Yeah. I think it's like once you kind of get the cycle going in either direction, it amps up. It's easy to just keep doing more of what you're already used to. And that goes for anything. So if you get used to gratitude, it makes life 
amazing. <laughs> it really does. One of the things I did a few years back um, in the season of Lent, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just a season of about 40 days leading up to Easter. Um, and it's usually accompanied with some sort of fasting. It's about like preparing your heart for Easter. Um, and so that fasting can be, you know, fasting from food or like kind of the traditional fast, but it can also be fasting from other vices in your life. Um, and so this particular year I chose to fast from complaining <laughs> and disclaimer, this is a complaint, but it was very tough. <laughs> Um, I didn't realize how often I was complaining until I intentionally told myself, I'm going to stop complaining because the next day, one of the first thoughts I had in my head was I woke up and I'm like, man, I'm so tired. And that was the first thought of my, of my entire day. And so I was starting my day, not being grateful, starting off my day complaining. So that season of 40 days really got me out of the habit of, looking at the hard things and complaining about the little things and getting in that snowball effect that we mentioned. Um, and when I did find myself complaining to try and, you know, rectify it, I would stop myself, think about the thing that I just complained about and try and find a way that I can be grateful and thankful for that same thing. So if I was complaining about being tired, Instead, being thankful that I have a comfortable bed to sleep in, being thankful that I got the work done that I needed to get done the night before, whatever it is, just finding a way to kind of turn that grumbling into a gratitude. Yeah, I think that's kind of hilarious that you fully gave up complaining because that's that can be really hard, especially when you've already <laughs> snowballed in that direction. Yeah. It's hard to like be like, all right, let's just unpack the snowball and stop yes. doing that. That's really hard. Yeah, there were definitely days where I felt like I was just generally just talking less because <laughs> I was like, well, it was kind of the, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. <laughs> it's like, well, all I could think of was complaints. So I'll just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> That's actually really funny. So I think I am no longer in that season. That was several years back, but it is a really good reminder. It was a really great experience to have because I think about it all the time. Whenever I find myself kind of getting into that snowball of complaining, I think back to myself a few years back of just keeping my mouth shut for several hours because the only things that were coming to my brain were complaints. <laughs> so it really does yeah. help. I think it's a good little challenge. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Even if just tried it for a week or something like that or yeah. a day. So a day. Start yeah. with a day. Yeah. And see how much you complain. You know, it's a good little litmus test. It is. It really is. I think something that is important with gratitude as well is actually feeling grateful when you say you're grateful for something. Like mm -hmm. I could say, I could, I could say I'm grateful to live in this beautiful house or I could really feel into that and be like, oh man, I am so grateful to live in this house and have a dog who's super sweet and have the most amazing roommate. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and it makes it feel so much better. And it feeling it in my body, for mm -hmm. me, the gratitude, it that's where the real like magic, if you will, yeah. starts to happen. So if you do decide to develop a gratitude practice, or if you already have one, and you're changing it up or you have one and you're keeping it the same that's something if you haven't done that i'd like to invite you to try yeah. because 
it might make a huge difference in how a gratitude practice can have an impact on your life. I agree. And I think something that might also help in trying to come up with the things that you're grateful for, you know, mentioning living in this really beautiful house, start thinking about the the little details, you know, like I'm so thankful for the shape of my window in my room because of the way the light streams in in the afternoon. I'm really grateful for the creaky front door because I can tell when Kate comes home and it's just exciting to hear the door open and that she's home. (laughs) You know, just like the little, like the little tiny things that might seem meaningless, but you can turn them into something that you're really, really thankful for. Yeah. And sometimes I'm grateful that the sound carries really easily because I can hear you in the kitchen and (laughs) making food. I can hear you when you come home through the back door too. It just makes the home feel cozy and full. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, Hannah, what are you grateful for this Thanksgiving? Well, I think we should keep our list short because it is so easy so easy to create such a long list of all the things that we are grateful for you start with one thing and the list will just never stop because you'll just think of another and another and another and you'll just be here all day (laughs) yeah i was actually thinking about my two things okay two things and i was like oh boy but that's a really good one too that's a good (laughs) one but i kept it too so we could wrap up the show right so disclaimer there are many 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 more things that we are grateful for aside from these two things but one big thing that i'm really grateful for in this season of thanksgiving is my friendships and my church community uh so really just the community of people that i have around me i just always feel so loved and supported and leaned on and i love that i can lean on lean on them in hard times lean on you lean on friends from school and that I can also be that source of comfort for them as well so I just the dynamic of friendships in my life right now are just so life-giving and restorative and centering I meet with you know a girls group on Tuesday nights and then my church group on Sunday nights and it is always just like my favorite parts of the week because it's just so restorative and I'm just re-centered and reminded of what my purpose here is and um, how to love other people well and it's just a really good reminder of what our role is here on this earth and so I'm just so thankful to be surrounded by such incredible people like my roommate Kate Um, and I don't know it just it just makes me so happy like you could be in a really dark place and just start thinking about the people that love you and care about you and it just really lifts you up yeah I would definitely agree and my second thing that I'm thankful for my small thing my big thing and my small things, my small thing that I'm thankful for is this mug that I'm currently drinking my espresso maple tea out of. <laughs> I got this mug uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I just I saw it in the store. It was on sale. And I said, you're coming home with me. <laughs> and it's just this cute little cream colored mug with a little squirrel on the front. And it's kind of like an orangey colored squirrel. And that nice stone bottom rim, you know, it's down there. And and the handle, oh, the handle is perfect. I can fit all four of my fingers to wrap around the handle comfortably. A good handle really makes a difference. It really does. And it's a, just like a great size for, um, for tea or for coffee because I can fill it like two-thirds of the way full, you know, not full. 
and it's the amount that I want to drink, but it's not close enough to the top of the mug that I can like walk around with it and not be worried that I'm going to slosh it everywhere. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Technique. Mug carrying technique. Yes. So yes, I'm very thankful for this little mug. And it's just, it's just cute and fun. Yeah, it's very cute. All right, Kate, what are two things that you are grateful for? Um, well, my big thing that I'm grateful for is also my friendships. They recently have felt so supportive, so nourishing, so symbiotic because in the past, um, in my young adult life, I felt like a lot of the friendships I had were either very one-sided, whether I was more invested in the friendship than the other person was, or I, I didn't treat the other person very well, or I relied on the other person for personal gain, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just, I was just not a very good friend. And since friendships are made of two people, if one person is not mm-hmm. a very good friend, then you're not going to have a very good friendship. Right. So... I feel like I've grown a lot in the last couple of years, especially, and now my friendships feel just so much better, and I just feel so much more love out of my friendships, and like pure love, not anything to gain, not anything to lose, just doing things for my friends because I love them, buying them random gifts because I love them, (laughs) and doing nice things for them because I love them, and it's just so fun and makes me so happy and I really think that comes from a place of you choosing to grow and be different as a person you know that's not just because you happen to get better friends now that you're older like you have better friendships because like you were intentional about growing and being better oh yeah 100% and I've always had great people in my life throughout the time that like I was not a good friend Mm -hmm. and now that I am a much better friend I still have some of those people who I was not a good friend to in my life. And our relationship now feels so much different Mm -hmm. than before when I wasn't very good to them. I can totally relate to that. You know, you are not alone in the the bad friend history. Yeah, (laughs) well, I think everyone goes through a phase or has a friend they're not great to. But Yeah, I mean, nobody's perfect and we all make mistakes. It's just important to recognize areas that you fall short. Yeah, exactly. But anyway love my friendships right now and my little thing that I'm grateful for is I bought this mini 10 ounce yeti mug it's like a to-go mug it's the long skinny one right not the short fat one right it's the tall skinny one and it's pink and it (laughs) is the perfect size for my mushroom coffee that I like to bring to school or that I want to bring with me to run errands in the morning and it's bright pink, and it's so cute, and it makes me so happy. And I somehow drink more slowly out of this mug than my larger mug that I have. I have, like, a bigger white to-go coffee mug. Ounce, maybe, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, like, 12, 16 ounces, something like that. And I somehow drink more slowly out of the 10-ounce mug, and so I enjoy my coffee more. I enjoy it for longer. Oh, it's just it's just the best. So if you don't have a 10-ounce coffee mug that you can bring to go things in, the tall skinny one from Yeti, definitely get one. Great Christmas gift idea as well. 
Uh, entering into yeah. the Christmas season. Just throwing that out there. Yes, because it's not too expensive. Yeah. They have a bunch of different colors. It fits so nicely in your hand, too. It's perfect. Yeah. It's literally perfect. Go check it out. You will not regret <laughs> it. So we're big proponents for friendships and mugs. <laughs> yes, friendships and mugs. And we did not coordinate these before recording this podcast. Correct. So... Just that was an act merging into one brain. <laughs> yeah, that was an accident. <laughs> anyway, so these are just a couple of ways we like to practice gratitude, why we like to practice gratitude, some things we're grateful for. And if you have any other ways that you practice gratitude, we would love to hear about them. I would really love to expand my gratitude practice, maybe do a couple Same. other of little easy daily things to further get into this feeling and grow even more in this so if you have any ways you like to do it we would love to hear from it yeah Yeah. let us know yeah you can email us at howdyfromhoustonpodcast at gmail.com and we'll catch you on the next episode see ya